0: Welcome back to 40 Minute Mentor. I really hope you've been enjoying these extra episodes this week focused on mental health and well-being. We're back again today with the founder and CEO of Walking on Earth, the amazing Reva Misra. Walking on Earth is a holistic health platform on a mission to elevate human happiness, a phenomenal concept which I loved learning about when I chatted to Reva. Today's episode gives you an insight into the brilliant advice Reva shared for any business leaders and teams looking to increase team well-being, which is so topical in a time when the way we work constantly changes. I really love my conversation with Reva, so I hope you do too. We know that workplace stress and burnout is is very much on the rise, and I'm sure there are listeners, fellow founders, uh, we've alluded to it who will be listening to this and really keen to understand what lasting changes they can make, and clearly the preventative nature, sort of, I guess, proactive nature is really important. I think Walking on Earth and your leadership style, there are great examples of how you can build a high-growth business that's well-funded, but without falling into that hustle trap that, um, I guess, has been prevalent and at times celebrated in the startup world. Can you tell us a bit about your own approach to scaling your business while still prioritizing your well-being and sort of genuine care.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a topic that is, you know, really close to my heart. As I mentioned earlier, you know, what I found is that actually working in a very type A, high growth, high scaling culture, competitive culture, actually having my holistic health background enabled me to thrive in those environments and I think, you know, we often view stress as a byproduct of success, but actually, what we need to view is like, you know, holistic health and well-being as a necessary factor for um, for being successful. And that's really something that, you know, I'm trying to change in terms of reversing that thinking and showing how it's possible by having Walking on Earth as as an example. So, showing it's possible to create a high-growth tech company that's high-performing, you know, scaling fast, really like, you know, really creating that kind of high-growth environment, but doing so by placing our own well-being at the core, by leading with compassion, kindness, vulnerability, and creating a team that all, you know, are big dreamers, big thinkers, doers, but also really, really care about their own health and their well-being and care about, like, thriving whilst doing so. And it was still... At the beginning of our journey, but uh, ways that we're doing this at the moment are um, well. Last week we had our first company retreat, which was really special. Um, we spent a few days in the Cotswolds. It's obviously amazing weather last week, amazing. so we were lucky.
0: <laughs> you got three three of the only days that have been sunny in in the whole uh, <laughs> past six months. So exactly. good, good for
1: you. <laughs> yeah, spent more time in the pool than probably anywhere else. <laughs> But we wanted it to be an event that, you know, people felt more energized by the time they left. Usually when you go to company offsites, sites you leave feeling totally exhausted, you have full-day meetings. But here we made it so that it was a third, split into a third. So a third on holistic health activities, a third on just free time, and then a third on high-level strategy sessions. And I think, you know, we started off by everyone setting their intentions. Everyone on the team, we have different like array of diverse set of practitioners as well so people ran their own sessions and it was just a really really nice space where everyone just learned from each other and set the example. so that was something that we're absolutely going to do every year and I can't wait to just build upon for next year we have various other things as well like you know weekly wellness sessions um a well-being theme each month we have you know our friday team meetings the good news fridays and we all end with saying something that we're proud of, you know, personal or career related that we've done that week. And just ultimately I think it's, you know, it's the way you treat each other with, you know, leading with, so mentioned kindness, compassion and um, and care.
0: Yeah. Such wonderful qualities. And I think I think what I've seen from recruiting in in the tech startup and scale up world for a while now is that the the companies and the leaders that lead with those characteristics and create an environment where you can bring your whole self to work and that that your well-being is being considered and prioritized. I think those are the ones that will win and that will attract the best talent because it's increasingly becoming a, a, as much about that as it is status and job title and salary. And I think that's a really good thing for the ecosystem and it's something that us as a business as well, we're... Consistently looking at you know what more we can do, so we brought in wellness days uh, each quarter for the team just to take and not do anything and have a little budget to just go put towards something for their well-being. But I think it's it's something that needs to be thought about almost on a daily basis. So it's great to hear the sorts of things you guys are doing. Um, So thanks for sharing. I think it would be remiss of me not to talk about working from home. Uh, The pandemic is obviously you know stress levels have gone out up massively there's been burnout and you know loneliness and all sorts of other things and preventative health has definitely been put into the spotlight I think remote working has often felt like living at work rather than working from home and that's definitely been the case for me albeit I've loved seeing my wife and daughter more and I've loved being at home but I think I've definitely worked more. So I'd be interested in learning about your own choices and decisions and, and how you've been able to prioritize your mental health you know over the years and, and and particularly in this this difficult period.
1: Yeah, I think you know I think the pandemic has just been yeah, really really unprecedented moment for all of us and I think it's the first time we were all forced to essentially hit pause, you know it was at that point unthinkable to even spend three weeks what we thought was just three weeks at home which ended up being like over a year now but I think it will it allowed us all to go inwards and really think about our priorities I think right at the beginning of the pandemic many of us just started to think about what truly matters and what was important and then I think over time as the months went by it actually then led to, you know, people just working more and, you know, taking up commute time and all the extra time with just more work. But I do think that initial time of just, you know, really thinking when we were forced ultimately to be at home and our whole life, like whole business norms were upended, I think that time was really valuable. And in that time I just, you know, I really just rethought all my priorities in terms of what I wanted to be spending my time doing, who I wanted to be surrounded by, how I wanted to work, you know, what values I wanted to emulate. And I think doing that initial grounding and that initial reflection was really key. And I think, you know, the power of, of reflection is something that is massively undervalued. And um I have this set of questions that I can send you that I always reflect on in terms of, you know, a series of questions like um, when are you happiest? When are you most inspired? What are the kind of environments that allow you to thrive? And I revisit those every few months and just do a bit of a mental check-in. Um, you know, I think, is this how I want to be living my life? What could I be doing better um, to improve it? And I think just, you know, doing that, almost that, that reset every few months just allows me to really reshift my priorities and make sure that, you know, that, that I'm not just getting caught up in in the cycle of, yeah, working from home all day.
0: Yeah, that's. I think that's so important. And what advice would you have for any business leaders listening to this that are looking to support their teams more? And maybe are there some lasting changes or more effective support that they could give? Have you got any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I really think like, you know, now is the time for business leaders to step up and to act boldly and put in some of the changes that have just been needed for a while. I think This is the first time where we've seen all business norms and culture like totally upended. We never, you know, we never thought it would be possible to do meetings over Zoom, not travel every month, um, not be in the office. And so I think it's really easy now as the world is slowly opening up, as people are going back in the office, it's really easy to just slip back into old routines and old habits. But I think you know it's really up to business leaders to set the example and to think about how they can do things differently to truly create working environments that allow people to thrive. And that is, I mean, it's slightly different for every company, but broadly, I think one thing that's really important is for business leaders to just check in with their teams and to bring in that human element that I think again has been thrown into the spotlight with covid so just asking team members how they're feeling you know how their family is a bit of their personal life i think you know those boundaries have been kind of broken down with the pandemic now that we've all been working from home and you, know, you can see your kids or like your bedroom or whatever in the background and i think keeping that close personal connection is is so important as we start going back to the office or you know whatever environment we create and also the importance of creativity. So, yeah, as I mentioned, like thinking differently, thinking outside the box, and and actually taking those lessons from the pandemic and putting them into action long term.
0: Thanks, Reva. Yeah, some some really fantastic advice there. And I think uh, it's something that, as a founder of a, a small business myself, I think it's something you consistently need to be thinking about. And I think the word you use, bold, is is I think the right way to go because you know there's a lot we've learned in the past 18 months about things don't have to be the way they've always been and actually there's nothing wrong with asking how your team are like truly are and how their families are and actually getting to know each other on a deeper level because you know I think if you want to keep top talent and retain them you need to you need to really understand them and also be vulnerable yourself and I think that's something that's been really powerful for our team is just getting to know each other more and have more candid conversations. And I think that vulnerability needs to start from the top.
1: Yeah, I love the word um, vulnerability as well.
0: I think that's It's a scary good. word for some people and it was for me too, to be honest with you, but it's one that's coming up more and more. And I think it's, it's hard if you're typically British or just kind of quite stoic and don't like to show your emotions, but I've actually seen the, the massive benefits of opening up and I would definitely encourage others to be the same. I I guess I wanted to talk about, uh, I I feel like I don't want to bang on about the pandemic, but it, it is kind of, hopefully we're over the worst of it now and we are moving forward, but it's definitely taught us some important lessons. Reaver is such an inspiring leader and I love what she's creating with Walking on Earth. I couldn't think of a more topical episode as we've been through so much in the last few years and we're still trying to find out what new ways of working look like for our teams i really hope you got something out of that little snippet and if you did please make sure you check out the full episode and have a look at walking on us website please join me again tomorrow for the final episode of this mini series where we look back on a very special episode with heights co-founder one of my favorite podcasters dan murray serta see you then